Welcome to the Concierge Weight Loss Podcast, where I empower you to achieve your weight loss goals and live a healthier, happier life. I'm your host, Kara Hackelman, a dedicated weight loss coach and advocate for positive change. Join me as we dive into insightful conversations, expert tips, and inspiring stories to help you transform your relationship with food and your body. Get ready to embark on a journey of self-discovery and sustainable weight loss. And don't forget to stick around until the end for a special call to action that can kickstart your transformation. Let's get started. Hello, I am Kara Hackelman, and we're going to talk today about freedom from others' validation. This is the third week in our freedom series, and we are going to dive in. So why do we want validation? First of all, do you know what validation even means? It's a fancy word. I first heard it like validate your parking. And so it means acceptance. And so um, validation is not bad. Validation is a great thing, that acceptance. However, we're going to talk a little bit about others' validation, how that works, especially with our weight loss. And then we're going to talk about how we can really become self-validators, self-acceptance, and how that affects our weight loss and how to do those things, right? All right, so why do we want validation? We are humans. That is going to be the first and foremost thing. We are humans. We want to socially be accepted. We want to belong. And so I like to say we're pack animals. And as that, we want to belong to the pack. We want to belong in community with people, even when you're an introvert, even when you are socially kind of one of those on the outer edge of society, you still want to have some type of acceptance, some type of belonging, even if you need a little less than other people. So validation, that acceptance, that approval, I'll use all these words kind of interchangeably, but it creates a self-esteem boost. So you can see why doing this for yourself is going to be important. We do not want our self-esteem to be left in the hands of someone else. They do not understand what is going on in our head. Even if you're pretty good about telling people, it's still only going to be passed through the filter of what you want them to know. And so really that validating of your self-esteem, of your approval of your actions, your appearance, and your achievements, all of that needs to come from you. And so when we do that, having others do it for us, who knows what kind of boat we're going to be in. It creates that dependency on them. And that is not what we want because they might not even notice one day, especially when we talk about weight loss, like they might not be there to notice, to even see what it was. So um, we want the confirmation of our worthiness, confirmation of our worthiness. Okay. I am a Christian. I believe in God. I believe that we were made the way we were supposed to be made. That does not mean that you cannot change or anything is wrong with changing, but I'm going to tell you, you do not become more worthy and you do not lose your worthiness. I don't care if you have done the most despicable thing and exactly why you're filling up the prisons. Like, I don't care. That is not at all going to change your worthiness. You are a human being and you are worthy. You may have other things, but that worthiness part, that value, it does not change. You cannot increase it and you cannot decrease it. You were born 
and therefore you are worthy. And so when we have others um, trying to give us our worthiness, our value, and we're hoping that their validation creates the worthiness that we can finally believe that we're enough, that's going to create doubt. It creates so much doubt in our abilities. So even if they told us everything we wanted them to say, we might doubt them. We might doubt any of it. We might be thinking they're just telling us what we want to hear. And so, and then it, it causes us to question. It questions ourselves, our abilities, our decisions. And so we really, that validation coming from ourself, we, you know, sometimes we still need to learn how to believe it, but we'll know whether it's believable or not because we just feel it in ourselves. We don't have to wonder what they're, what they're telling us and their motivation for it. So the other part of, of validation is comparison. And I said, we're human and we want to belong in the community, right? And so societal norms, social norms are a thing that have been around forever. We hear people say, well, that's good manners. Well, there's no such thing as factual good manners because what I think is good manners might not matter at all to you and what you think might not matter to someone else. So there's not a specific standard that is like just 100% agreed upon that this is a fact. So social norms of what bodies should look like and how we should eat food and what we should find important and not and how we should do things all of that is just going to be people's opinions. So social norms are a whole bunch of opinions that we try to live up to. And the thing is, they're always changing. I heard, I was at a conference over the weekend and there were some great, some great one-liners that came out of this. And so someone said, uh, it was Judith Gatton. And Judith Gatton is, uh, she's a style uh, expert, style coach for Curvy Girls. And so girls with weight on them and um, teaches them how to feel confident in their clothing through expression of their style. And she said that when she talks to people and they're comparing, she gets real crass and she says, they fart too. And so when you're thinking like you're the only one who has this issue and that you would be better when you can be more like this other person, she likes to remember they fart too, which always brings me back to when Oprah said that she poops too and looks at the color of it and all the stuff with Dr. Oz on there. So like famous people fart, they poop, they do it too. So like it knocks them back down to that less than celebrity status of it's just a normal person. They used to say they put their pants on one leg at a time and people would say, no, 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 the rich and famous, they just snap their fingers and they appear or they jump both feet into them. They have someone else who puts them on for them. So it's not true. We all fart. And so I loved it when Judith said that. It, and she's such a classy lady that when she says that, it just drops it right down into reality. The validation that we think we're getting from comparison and from society we're all just people. We're all just acting and reacting. We're thinking about things from our insecurities. And 
it, everybody has them. Everybody has something. So asking to be validated so that you can see that you fit more perfectly into society or into the comparison, that expectation from your peers and the societal standards, it's just not realistic because they're always going to change, which another person on the panel, um, she spells her name Kara like I do, but she says hers is Kara. And so Kara Lowenthal, um, she is... Uh, and un-F your brain, because I try not to curse on my on my podcast. She has, uh, she was saying that when we talk about, she's not really pro-weight loss at all. And so she likes for you to just feel good in your body. But if you say, I'm going to feel good in my body, like I want to lose weight, so I feel good. So I'm just going to feel good now and not lose the weight. And then you say, but then when I feel good, then I'll I'll lose the weight. It takes away that that middle part. So she wants you to work on um, un-effing your brain. And so with hers, what she says is that there's always going to be another thing. So right now it's weight loss. And so as we're comparing and like trying to have society standards say, oh, you are an acceptable, you know, and this one kills me. She's not that heavy, that heavy. Who, who decided what heavy was? Who decided like what the number on, like the, the, um, the, the weight or the size of your clothing? Who decided what is allowable and appropriate and not? And so she says, if you work on losing weight, then you're going to focus probably next on aging or on your skin and the wrinkles or you maybe should have used retinol faster is what she said. And so with hers, what she's saying is, is that there's always going to be something else. So when we just start realizing like everything is normal, then we kind of drop it. You know, we still know what we look like. We still know that we kind of have this societal pressure to want to do whatever, but it's just normal. We just have normal bodies. They have normal things. They normally have gas and all the things. And then the other thing is we want validation so that we don't have that fear of judgment, but all it does is create more fear. We're fearing that we're being judged because if they're telling us how wonderful we are, we are fearing that they're also thinking sometimes we're not. We're also fearing that maybe we won't be one day. And then what? What will happen then? And so what happens is we start criticizing. We judge ourselves ahead of time so that we don't have to wait for our peers or society to do that. And so I want you to remember, seeking validation, it is absolutely a natural human tendency. Absolutely. But relying solely on others for it is problematic. It can lead to dependence on those other people's opinions and all those things. So let me move into this next part. How validation can affect weight loss negatively. And we've kind of talked a little about this. And so um, the demotivation. So when you're not certain about how things are going, you get a little demotivated. You're not motivated to keep going. You have doubt in what's going on. And so specifically with weight loss, we think we need motivation. And the validation from others is not creating the motivation to keep going. You might get an instant spark, but then when they're not there to give it to you, it demotivates you. When you're questioning if they're if they're giving you uh, believable, truthful information, 
you're, you're going to be in that self-doubt and create more demotivation. Um, the up and down all over the place with others uh, validation, it creates such emotional strain. And this is actually my second time recording this podcast because the first time I forgot to turn the unmute off the microphone. So I had a very great uh, whole podcast recorded for you. And then when I went to edit it, I realized I had no voice to it whatsoever. And my face was very animated. So I must have been saying some really great things, passionate things, right? But this emotional strain, what I was, what I'm remembering me say the first time I recorded this podcast was that when you are getting that big dopamine hit every time someone says something great about you and compliments your clothing or that you look like you've been losing weight, it's all up and down, up and down, up and down because then they're not around to say it again or maybe they they don't see it or they don't know what you've been doing. And so it creates an emotional strain. When you are validating yourself, what happens is you know the effort and the work that you put into doing something and you know that the payoff will eventually happen. You don't need someone else to see the results. You know the results of every action that you've done so far. Negatively, your weight loss, it can affect your self-esteem and your self-worth. And I talked a lot about that just a moment ago. So um, we do not want the big highs and lows in emotions. We And I mean, emotion, our lives are just emotional. We are emotional creatures. So we want it to be where we have kind of a an even-keeled emotion or we know exactly um, how to kind of ride the waves of emotion because all of that validation comes from us. It's not from someone else. The same thing with our self-esteem and our worth. Knowing the worth is in place ahead of time. Knowing that our self-esteem isn't dependent on others. It's it's dependent on us. And we get to decide what was important and what wasn't. All right. So with all that being said, validation can absolutely, positively affect your weight loss. So I want you to know that there's some positives for it so that you're eager to learn how to self-validate. And we'll talk too about how others' validation can be helpful, but not at all in the way that you think it is. So everything that you probably thought was um, important for others to validate, you just move that over to the self-validation category and you might be a little bit on track. So with self-validation... It's going to create the motivation and the confidence. It's going to be there because it will become believable. You might have to grow into the belief and the believing it, but you will believe it when it when you actually feel it. And you know you believed it because it came from you. It came from your thoughts. So you're not questioning someone else's motivation and telling you. You're believing it. You're, and, it and it does that momentum of you doing things little, little Small habits, those little wins in your weight loss, they create such motivation. And each time you know that you did it, even if the scale hasn't moved in a couple weeks, you have confidence that you're doing the things. So self-satisfaction, that fulfillment of accomplishment. And as you are doing the things you do, you get so fulfilled in your accomplishment. And the weight loss eventually just becomes, you know, extra approval. When in the beginning, that's all you thought you really wanted. And that's the part that people see. 
um, you do, you become very emotionally stable and resilient. And so when you do have all of the outside factors of life, because that's what it is, it's just life, they come in, you become resilient so that you can handle any emotion, all of them. Maybe they're uncomfortable, but I'm telling you, you can handle them. Okay, so many reasons to learn how to self-validate. And I can tell you that I work extensively with my clients on how to do this. So let's talk about others because others are important. And if you're doing all those things for yourself, you do not need other people to do them. So why would we want others to validate us after we know how to do it ourselves? Well, for one, it just feels good, but we're not relying on them for us to feel good. We just get that as the extra, the second cherry. Have you ever had like a uh, a Sunday, or they used to put them in like a cherry Coke. They used to put real cherries in a cherry Coke. And the second one was like, oh, it must have been tangled together. I have a bonus cherry. And so the bonus is what other people's validation is. It's just the bonus cherry on top, not even the first one. You're the first one. So what positive effects for weight loss from other people? It's when you use other people's validation as social support. So it's going to look completely different. It's not even like, hey, you're losing weight. You're doing good. It's not a compliment. It's social support. The friend groups that I have, they knew I was losing weight. And so where sometimes my family were not feeling supported because they were like, how is this affecting us? What's going to happen here? What can't we have this time, mom? And socially, my friends are like, you do you, girl. Like, you're fine either way, but like, we support you. We love you. And so that social support, whether it's coming from my family or my friends, like that social support is nice just to have it. Like, I, I know it's what I want and like, and they're like supporting me however I want it. So the next two things, and I'm telling you, there's these three things that I say that uh, validation from others is important for. So social support, and then the other two, accountability and reinforcement. And so the accountability and the reinforcement is coming from what you tell them, not because they think you need to do more, not because they think you need to do it a certain way, but because you've said, I'd like some accountability here. And so I have an accountability partner that I still use and I send her my plan every day. I don't even think she reads that thing, but if I didn't send it, I bet she'd be asking me, hey, are you doing your stuff? Like, just wanted to check in, you said, you know? And so I get to decide what I put on the plan. I've asked her to hold me accountable to make sure that I'm I'm sending it, I'm tracking it, I'm doing it. Because sometimes it gets lonely. And you think, nobody cares, nobody knows. And the thing is, you care. And even if you don't think you do, you do. You care and you know, you definitely know. So having another person help hold me accountable and reinforce what I said I wanted to do. I went to dinner with some friends and um, this was uh, probably in the beginning of my weight loss that I'm remembering it. And I had explained to a friend like, I'm practicing this hunger thing, listening to my physical hunger cues. And I've noticed it sounds silly, but I sigh. It's kind of like a, you know, like when you've had something that's delicious and you moan and you don't even realize you're moaning. Well, I sigh when I've had enough and I'm now learning to stop at the sigh. And so she said, oh, really? And I said, yeah. And most 
every time I've 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 listened and heard myself go, <sighs> I realized that was really enough. And so we go to dinner and we're at a Mexican restaurant and I tell them at the beginning of the meal, yeah, I don't want any appetizer, I don't want any queso, um, I don't want a, I don't want a margarita. And I think one time did I have to say, like, I want you to support me in this way. Like, if I say this is what I want, I don't want to be asked more than one time. So, like, if you say, did you want to get a, a queso and split? And I say, no, this is what I'm going to do. I don't want to be asked more than one time. So socially, you can support me this way. And, and they got really good at it. And then I would ask them to hold me accountable or reinforce things for me. And so... Many times I would say, I'm not going to have a margarita tonight and I'm going to have maybe six, six chips or so, but I'm going to save them for at the end so that if I'm still hungry, I eat them and I don't fill up on chips because you know how it is, that chips and salsa, that basket comes out and you eat and eat and eat on it and then you realize I'm actually not even hungry for my meal. And then you feel like you need to eat your meal and it's just this whole mess. So for me, that was what I was working on in that meal. And so she was able to support my decisions. She was able to hold me accountable. Um, and she reinforced my behaviors back to me. So she heard me sigh. And then she was looking at me. And so whenever I put my napkin in my plate, she said, was that your sigh? I heard it too. And so she even reinforced for me what I had said I wanted to do. And so that was the best kind of validation from others. And it was just social support, just being my friend and holding me accountable to what I said I wanted to be held accountable to, not what they thought. And then reinforcing my, my things that I'm working on that I've told them about. So that is the best way when you're holding um, validation, approval from other people. I had already validated myself. So if she would have piped in with, I think you, I think you might have sighed earlier, I could have sat in my own awareness and been like, no, I didn't. And I would have been okay with it because I'm giving myself the validation for what I'm actually doing. I'm not, I'm not needing to be, you know, getting it from other people. So it's just more inputs. That second cherry on top, right? The bonus. And so in my group, I really help the, um, the people I coach, these ladies learn how to do self-validation. I don't know if they realize that's even what we're doing, if that's the word they would use, but it looks like self-awareness. So becoming very clear what you're thinking and you're feeling, what you're achieving and what all that does. It's, it's, it's that self-awareness. You're aware of those things, your thoughts and your feelings, your wins is what they would have heard me say many times. Um, recognizing your strengths and your accomplishments. We're celebrating those. We are celebrating the accomplishments, the small wins. And we're very aware of what your personal strengths are and not um, dismissing what maybe is not a strong point from you, for you. But out of that place of knowing what your strengths are, we are going to kindly and compassionately help anything that we are lacking some strength in. And we'll do it with the strengths we know we have so that, you know, if you're just not naturally an organized person, we're not going to put a bunch of rules on you to make you like forced into becoming an organized person. We're going to just figure out like, what's the way to make it easier? What's the next way to, you know, with the strengths you have to accomplish this thing. And so that's what I help. I coach a lot of that on, um, 
And then from all of this, we do it with kindness. We do it with understanding. That self-compassion piece is so important. I uh, make sure that as we're setting our meaningful goals, that there's meaning to them. It's not just what do I want to weigh on the scale and going from there. It's actual meaningful goals. Why is this important to me? And it's not because something's wrong with you now. It's just because you want to try. You want to you see what you are capable of, see if it makes a difference in your life. Remember, I started this saying, you are already worthy. So it's not going to make you a better person. It might make your digestion better. It might make your skin clear. It might make your clothes fit looser or, or more comfortably. It might make a lot of things happen. It might make your emotions just a little more even keeled. You're not so all over the place. And we do so much of that with developing self-care routines and habits and things like that. We talk a lot about that negative self-talk. And so every once in a while, I'll, I'll have to stop the ladies and be like, do you know how you're talking to yourself? Listen to it as I say it back to you because we get to where that, that internal dialogue in our brain, it almost sounds sweet. Have you ever heard um, maybe you have a relative who they smile as they say the most rude thing in the world and you're looking at them like it sounded sugary sweet, but the words they used were so critical and judgmental. And so we want to make sure that your self-dialogue, that internal dialogue, that self-talk, that it's actually helpful. It's not self-limiting. And we replace the critical th- the critical thoughts with positive, empowering, and remind yourself of your strengths, your resilience, and your capacity to grow. So we lose weight out of a capacity to grow, to take care of ourselves. So growth and self-care is where I like to work with people. I refuse to beat your body into submission. That is what every other diet, we talked about that last week, all the other diets have done is you do this or you're not right. You do these rules and these stringent things and you'll be acceptable. And I refuse to beat your body into submission. So you lose weight by celebrating your strengths, by becoming very positively empowered. And we replace that critical thinking so that you do, you find that resilience and that capacity to grow. So we're going to surround you with positive influences, me and the other ladies. Um, And then as you continue to validate yourself and kind of build yourself up, uh, you're going to find more and more support supportive and uplifting individuals to be part of your community. I talked to you about the friends that I had. I have some that do not understand this. And what it is, is they they take it very personal when I was losing weight. And so I can just... I can just love them from afar. They're not my core group that are going to be the positive influences I'm surrounding myself with. And so some people I've learned, I've limited a little bit of their um, physical contact with me. And some of that just is going to depend on, I say like some people have become small doses. I, I just take them more in small doses. And it's not that I need you to be like petting my back all the time telling me how great I am. But if it feels like more effort than I want to give out, and I, I've talked to a couple people very, very extensively about this here recently of if it takes more effort than I'm willing to give right now, then it's just a no. 
And it's not because I need to make myself stronger because I am very empowered to handle negativity. I just choose not to fill that up in my life anymore. So you'll you'll decide what supportive, uplifting people get to stay and which ones kind of get limited access to you. Uh, you're going to embrace that self-expression and explore activities. So when we talk about designing the goal style life uh, that you will be wanting to have, what does that look like for you? What will you be doing and what what will be what who who will you be? It's just kind of changing that identity of you. And some some things are going to be maybe some new activities so that you can be authentic and express yourself. Uh, more freely, more happy, more openly, things that bring you joy, what lights you up. That's that's what we talk about. And so that's what you decide your future goal style uh, life is going to look like. And then we create it. So that is the importance of self-validation to get you to all of that and to understand really today, I wanted to talk to you so much because we do, we get into those ruts. We um, want others to validate validate us and tell us that we're doing right or wrong. And so I'm growing my business here and I start first with what do I think before I ever ask another person anymore. And that is not a habit I've always had. I have developed this habit of what do I think about it And I'm willing to change my mind if someone else has some good information, but I don't just want, yes, you're doing it right. I want to know why you think I'm doing it right. If you're, if I'm even asking for that kind of validation anymore, I really want it to come from within because that is the believable information. All righty. So if you're listening to this from my public podcast, I want you to go to my website, coachingkara.com, and I want you to get on my email list. I am getting ready to have a brand new workshop. It's going to be called Stop the Struggle. I want you to be able to lose weight stopping the struggle, the struggle to lose weight, all of that limiting beliefs, all of the diet mentality, all of those rigid rules that you struggled with. I want you to do this from a place of love and compassion, uplifting support. I want it to be so simple that it's just figuring out a couple things. It doesn't feel like a struggle anymore. So I'm holding a workshop so that you know exactly how to stop the struggle. You Once you're aware and you see it, they say, once you see it, you can't unsee it. So I wanna show you how to lose weight without the struggle. So, so that you can be the very first person to sign up and make sure you keep your spot in the workshop, I want you to go to coachingcara.com, get on my email list so that you will be ready when I send the email saying it's time to sign up and I can't wait to see you next week. That wraps up another empowering episode of the Concierge Weight Loss Podcast. I hope you found inspiration and actionable insights that will propel you towards your weight loss goals. If you're ready to dive deeper and accelerate your progress, don't miss out on our free five-day quick start weight loss course. Head over to coachingkara.com forward slash free course to gain access to a wealth of valuable resources, guidance, and support. The time for change is now, and I'm here to guide you every step of the way. Remember, your transformation starts with a single step. Take that step today and unlock the life you deserve. Stay tuned for our next episode, and remember to keep striving for greatness.